Every week I get together with my friends and I do a little thing called the Starving Comics Quarantine Show. It's a lot of fun and it sounds a little something like this. Never tell it that. Yeah, so so the so the uh, the general consensus then is that that hair is not manly. Is that what you said, Jim? Correct. That's correct. That is correct. I second that. (laughs) (laughs) So the the two bald guys are convinced that hair is not manly. Yeah. Well, this this is a choice we made to be manly. Exactly. Decision. Yeah. We're doing it for the benefit. (laughs) We have to balance out the rest of the universe, you know, in the, in the uh, world. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's, there's so many unmanly people that we said, you know what? Yeah. Let's, we said, let's, what's we the have... ratio? What's the ratio uh, to, to it, ball? It, two, two of us and then seven and a half billion. Yeah. The other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Right. They, they just Only came more. back with the, uh, the uh, census on that. Because they, yeah, they do we, that every four years. Yeah. I don't have the data in front of me, but I don't think you two are the only bald men on the planet. I think we are. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see any others here? I don't think so. <laughs> You've been in quarantine a long time, haven't you, Jim? <laughs> yeah, my wife and daughter, and they both have hair. So that's all I know. That's all. Well, you don't want them to be manly anyway, do you? No, I don't. No, that was, the, that was never the plan. <laughs> oh, hey, Juwan's back. I'm going to add him. Oh. Go ahead and do a sound check, Juwan, before we get the theme song going. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, Juwan, I won't be here long to Vivo. Popping in for another brief cameo. All right, tell me if you can hear. Warm up that kickoff counter, everybody. (laughs) I thought you you can hear this. Can you guys hear this? No. Oops. Nope. Not yet. No, we can't. How yeah, about we that? can now. Yeah. Okay. That's our killer theme song, Jim. What do you think? <laughs> He's dancing. <laughs> hey, Juwan, what do you think about the? Uh, what do you think about baldness and how it relates to overall manliness? What do you think of that? I think it's absolutely correct. All this is manliness. I'm Juan DeVivo. All right. I'm taking Jim out. We'll put him back in in a minute. He's dancing up a storm still. It's a shame nobody can see him. (laughs) We need to figure out a way to get Jim on screen before. All right. I'm going to go backstage, too. All right. We're going to keep we're going to keep sound checking while John Thomas Thomas takes us home with the theme song. He's supposed to be here later tonight, but so far he hasn't logged in yet. Am I talking to myself? Are you you still here, Brian? I am here. I wasn't paying attention. I was was looking at the screen. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much your modus of operation now, isn't it? Which is like, oh, the show starts. I'm going to tune out and do something else. I'm sorry. Did you say something? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Come on, man. Don't leave me. Juan's going to disappear any minute now. This is true. He's already disappeared. Uh, welcome to Starving Comics Quarantine Show. Skews, as those cool kids on the inside like to call it. Uh, I'm your host, John Branion. 
with me is uh, my friend, Brian April. There he is. He's bald, a little more manly than me. Um, Stefan's there and uh, professionalism at its finest. You you know it. He's been here long enough to know that that's how we roll. We got a great show this evening. Um, and even if it wasn't, I wouldn't tell you that right up front. There'd be no <laughs> benefit to that. So, <laughs> so, uh, so we got a great show. Juan DeVivo is here. Can you hear me? Yay, that first time doesn't count. <laughs> um I I can't even I can't even begin to to uh, tell you how excited I am about this. Welcome back John. We missed you last week. Oh, that's right. I wasn't here last week. Um Yeah, not John Brannion was here. Yeah, not John Brannion was here last week and uh he did a pretty good job, I think. All things considered. Uh, but tonight we have got a uh, special guest. Jim Hope is back with us tonight. So we're going to bring him on in just a, just a few centaurs here, just a few seconds. We've got a couple of little housekeeping um, things that we need to do. We've, we've, we've got, and by that, I mean, we need to run the vacuum and dust a little bit in preparation. Actually, we need to bring up our slides because we got some, we got some artwork, you guys. From our fans. You want to see All it? All right. This is uh, art from the Comedy Click people. They sent it to me without even asking. Um, they just fired it off to my inbox, and I <laughs> thought it was pretty good. So here's the first one. It's a uh, – it, remember this? Remember the fluff and puff? Uh-huh. And, uh, and look, there's my face. So it looks like – it looks like I'm a dog. They're getting, it looks like you're enjoying it. We, we did. We did ask. In fairness, we did ask for that, and we did receive several versions of that. Thank you for sending that in. Uh, did we, we, did you're we right. We that? did ask for that. We did. Well, you did. That. You, you did. That was a telegram. That. Okay. All right. Well, there's that. And then uh, the same artist uh, sent us this. Look at that. Oh. It's, it's Palpatine tacos, and you can't you can't really see it very well, but the. Uh, this is in the in the file section for you people who are members of johnbrandy.com. You can go and see both of these exquisite pieces of art there in the file section. And you should look up the the dinner kit, the Palpatine taco. Oh dinner my gosh. Because it's really well done. Palpatine all- enjoys the fiesta fiesta font. <laughs> the kit includes disturbance in the fourth sauce. Straight meat down seasoning. And twelve power of the dark side shells. The eye has a little and fear and hatred. Do it. There you Love go. Love it. Palpatine tacos. We also got another piece of art. It's on the next slide. There it is. Look at that. They that said, is they awesome. Sent me that along with a warning that Ooh. said that one of my co-hosts That's is not awesome. a, is not a human being. And uh, and there's the proof. There's the digital proof. I have been sent from the future. That Brian is uh, Brian, I'm going to need you to click on the picture and tell me where all the stoplights are. <laughs> what are stoplights? Uh, and then there was another couple of other pictures in there in the slideshow. <laughs> and I don't know if those were intended to be used like that. or that you were just going to spring them on me. Is that what you were going to do um, and, and try to hurt me? in some way publicly when I wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. What that has to do with is uh, if you notice uh, th- that uh, that's me there, the guy in the red, 
um, oh, and uh, oh. who's not the baby. And I have a mullet. <laughs> you can kind of see the hair sticking from fellow behind. And so, so uh, Brian, when he hosted for me, dressed up as 1984 John Brandon, and he had a mullet. And yep. so that was basically photographic proof that the mullet was a was a real thing, right? <laughs> I think that's what it was there for. Yes, by, you, all, by all means, you should blow that up so that you can yeah. see not only. <laughs> you, can tell. you can tell there's a rat tail going on back there. <laughs> yes. You can tell there's a rat tail going. <laughs> yeah, we could, can we zoom in a little closer on the mustache, maybe? No? That's a shame. Okay. Just. All right. So there's. Uh, there's so hard on it. There's that. Uh, tonight, what we're going to do is just before we bring uh, before we bring Jim up, we're going to say goodbye to our Facebook people. So if you're watching on Facebook, we are literally going to kick you out of the stream in just a few minutes. Um, so we need you to go over to YouTube and subscribe or or go over to YouTube so you can continue watching because, no. uh, like we've been saying for weeks, what's you the matter? You literally want? can fall into a YouTube video. Facebook, you got to <laughs> sign up. You got to stop the whole show just so I can talk. Facebook, uh, you have to sign up for YouTube. You just type it in and look for John Brannion. It's that easy. Right. Right. If you're watching on Facebook, go to YouTube now. I thought Juwan was going to argue with me. I thought he was going to. I thought, yeah. I, I, I thought, thought that's where you were going. Have, have a, <laughs> a, a Judge Juwan session Why, John? Right now. Re- reverse Judge Juwan. Facebook's Juwan's. so great. <laughs> We've Facebook been talking about awesome. this for weeks, man. This isn't a surprise. No, not for that. <laughs> All right. So if you go to to yeah. YouTube, you're going to continue to watch. And also after the show, you need to go to JohnBrandian.com and become a member so that you can be in the click. You can see all of these awesome pictures that we put in there. There's there's secret um, video that isn't available to the public. And anybody who signs up this week, uh, new people that sign up as members this week, I will personally send you. Can we get the sloth up on the screen? Um, you go to subscribe sloth, but if you sign up this week on johnbrandy.com, I will send you a slothtastic chewy Quaker, uh, granola bar. There they are. While supplies last. Ooh. Dips. It's slothtastic. Does it have now, chocolate dip or something? Is that what that is? Mm-mm. It's vanilla cream. And I don't know if it actually contains sloth. I'm looking. Hmm. I don't see it. I'm not going to read the ingredients because we got probably a little. There. It, it, it's probably artificial sloth. Probably a little you bit. You know, it's like soy, is... soy sloth. <laughs> anyway, whatever it is, it'll be yours if you sign up. Yeah, the, the, I know some of you who are already members are like, oh, I'm missing out on my granola bar. But, you know, you guys have got the, the skewsies too. So you can't have everything. You know, and when I enjoy my uh, Starving Comics quarantine soy sloth, I like to have a, a nice little <laughs> sip of water in my mug. Mm. Where'd you? Ooh, look at Brian has has a Starving. Oh, Comics. what is that? Oh, that's a left-handed Starving Comics quarantine show coffee mm-hmm. mug. It is left-handed, which mm-hmm. I am not. I'm I'm kind of upset. I'm going to talk to the uh, makers of this, but maybe we'll get a right-handed version. But if you want one of these bad boys. Where can we get these, John? You can also get those at johnbrandian.com as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it makes everything taste better. I have tested it, and it is true. It makes everything taste better. Everything. It doesn't make it taste worse. I'm not sure how to remove the Facebook stream. You'll have to do that, producer. <clears throat> we are clearly overpaying our producer. 
And so just so you know, when we go to kick everyone off of face, uh, Facebook, uh, the screen will probably crash again, and then we will be <laughs> right back as yeah. soon as that happens. All right. Um, so be that as it may, tonight uh, we've got a I'm, – I'm jazzed about this for a number of reasons, but we've got a holiday coming up. And uh, so it's we've decided that we're going to start theming the show around various holidays. And so I want to give this to you. Oh, there goes Juwan. He's <laughs> – <laughs> he's getting ready for the holiday. All right, he's, here we he's, go. He's getting his shopping done. Uh, it's almost time for one of America's most beloved holidays. And even though there are some who are going to say it's too early to start talking about it, Brian, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, part of the fun of the holiday, I think you'll agree, is uh, the anticipation. Part of the fun of the uh, season is the anticipation. Right. Absolutely. That tingling excitement that you feel in the pit of your stomach, that energy that makes it hard to sleep at night. It only comes around once a year, and so the SKUs crew is going to make the most of every moment leading up to the big day. What am I talking about? Of course, I'm talking about Groundhog Day. The roots of this special day are found in the Christian tradition of Candlemas, which has something to do with candles during the winter. Supposedly, the Germans thought that candles were a great idea, so they adopted the idea and added hedgehogs. Then the German settlers came to America. They switched the hedgehogs to groundhogs because those were easier to find, but just as capable of predicting the winter. Groundhogs are vegetarians, and they whistle when they're scared. Did you know that? I did not. They do. They whistle when they're scared, and so they're sometimes called whistling pigs. Groundhogs can also swim and climb trees, but nobody thought that that was special enough to call them tree hogs or breaststroke pigs. They go into hibernation in late fall, and during this time, uh, their heartbeat slows to five beats per minute, which is still significantly faster than politicians who don't have hearts. And in February, the male groundhogs emerge from hibernation to look for mates. Since the females hibernate until April, the guys start rummaging around in the refrigerator for a snack. When the fridge door opens, the fridge light floods the kitchen and causes them to cast a shadow. The Germans were the first to discover that the hedgehog, um, <clears throat> that when a hedgehog stands in the light, it casts a shadow. So the Germans thought that the shadow was the hedgehog's soul seeping out. So they ran and hid under their beds for six weeks. Later, the Americans discovered that groundhogs can also cast shadows. But as the Industrial Revolution approached, it became impractical to cower under their beds in terror for long periods of time. So the tradition was abandoned. But without the groundhog, Americans didn't have any way to know when winter was over. So a newspaper editor in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, picked a random groundhog and announced, this groundhog is the official weather prognosticator for Northern America. And the American people were okay with that, since most of them didn't subscribe to that newspaper or even know how to pronounce (laughs) Punxsutawney. The original groundhog was named Phil, despite the fact that Punxsutawney Paul sounds better. Observance of Groundhog Day has become a holiday of monolithic importance. It is legitimate to start celebrating this holiday as early as November, and anyone who needs, uh, anyone who does so, need offer no apologies or critics. That's right. I am all about saying Happy Groundhog's Day. Happy Groundhog's Day to everybody. Bring that back. Well, and so this episode is going to be about preparation for Groundhog's Day because a lot of times it gets ignored. Uh, it sneaks up on you. Groundhogs really love Jolly Ranchers, according to Adam. 
although I did know one who refused to eat the cherry ones. Apple was his favorite. Hmm. I guess we'll take his word for that. I don't know. Right. <laughs> All right. So as we uh, as we roll on, we're going to we're going to help you, our our viewers who we love. Um, to prepare for Groundhog's Day because many of you are probably distracted by lesser holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right? Uh, isn't that a long way away? What did I just say? Pets are awesome. It's not too early to start talking about Groundhog's Day. Never too. I, I, you know, I, I went to Home Depot uh, this morning and they already have their, their Groundhog Day stuff out already. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. They got the, uh, the rakes and the, 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 the hose for the digging the ground and all that they get all of that stuff out all right i mean they keep it out year round i'm not gonna lie they keep a lot of the gardening equipment out year round to celebrate uh, groundhog day. Celebrate groundhog's day yeah that's a great observation it's a great observation all right uh i'm gonna bring jim up what kind of decoration should we be putting up for groundhog's day well stay tuned rachel um that's coming are we, so we uh we got rakes and post goodbye to facebook uh, I'm sure not how to remove Facebook stream. You have to do that, producer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching on Facebook, it's not that we don't love you. It's nothing personal. Hippity hop over to Facebook, jump on there, and uh, and we will talk to you. But for now, uh, we say adieu. Watch this. Boom! And Facebook is no longer with us. Just oh, that. Wow. We're still here. Mm-hmm. We're still here. This is. Yeah, everybody else is still here, but those Facebook people, I thought they would never leave. <laughs> So glad to be rid of them. Awesome. So glad to be rid of them. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, coming back to the program for uh, another another visit is the incomparable Jim Hope. Let's bring him to the bring him into the stream. There he is. Hey, play the play the theme music again. Play <laughs> the theme music. Yay. Uh, See, I've got a I bring the energy. Got you guys. What I've my, I've been observing, and I bring energy. I'm the energy guy. I have a, I have a friend. Was that the theme music you were looking oh, I, for? No, I'm grooving. That's it. That's the stuff. That's the, that's the meat. That's the meat to my potatoes. Do I need to do everything tonight, producer? Everything. He, yeah, he, clearly. He, he was talking about the, the cool, the jam, the... It was a good job. Let me say this. Let me be honest with you. I was almost late because I was out hanging my, my Groundhog Day lights about mm-hmm. about this far up above the ground. And <laughs> it, I almost got a backache. And so it's like, can I, it's dangerous. It's it's not good. It's not healthy because I'm over nine feet tall. So when I have to bend down like that, when you're 10, 12 feet tall like I am, you have to bend down. Oh, my gosh. The back just goes. It snaps. And then you have to go to the back store. Yes. Now, now, Jim, they have people that will actually, their services that will come out and hang up your Groundhog Day lights for you for a, a nominal fee. <laughs> you know, I understand that comedians often tell falsehoods in order to get a comedy punchline joke. And that's what that sounded like to me, Brian. It no. sounded like a falsehood of some sort to get no. a comedy punchline joke. There would, there would never be any falsehoods about Groundhog Day. I love that holiday far oh, too well, much. Okay, okay good. Whew. So and I will hire one of these wonderful service people. <laughs> it sounded, it sounded different from your proclamation that you just finished hanging your groundhog lights. Right? <laughs> I was honest. I was being honest. I think Brian was Josh. That's I don't true. Know. Right. Who, who in their and right mind? He is mind, really nine feet tall. 
So yes, uh, exactly. That, that is not that is not a falsehood or an exaggeration of I any am sort. Honest man. <laughs> I mean, a great, great election season. This is terrific. I've I'm seen Jim. Yeah. Oh, I've seen hello. Jim up close, and he is at least eleven feet tall. I'm over over um, fifteen feet tall. I am the world's tallest woman. Yes, but I am. The, let you figure out the lyrics to the other thing. <laughs> I would oh, love. Oh, you want to do that with Jim? We oh, can no. do that. Let's do what, that. What is the theme? What is the, uh, what's the theme? Yes, Jim. Yes. What you what you may not know is that we have more than one theme song on this show. This is a this is not a show that one theme song can fully contain, and so we no. have several. Uh, no. One of them, we don't even know the words to all of it. And so our uh, producer will will play it for you, and we'll see if you can figure out what these lyrics are. Okay, go ahead. It's the quarantine show! Ladies and gentlemen, the man who is crushing quarantine when it's not doing him first, While not drinking okay. quartz. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Right? Oh. I see, I knew that. I was like, you know, I was on Jeopardy. So I know things. What is not doing sports? What is not wearing jorts? That's what it is. That's what that was. So that is, what is that? Not drinking quartz. Not drinking quartz. Yes. Of okay. sports. Fluid. Because John does frequently wear jorts, actually. That's his uh, main, main outfit. <laughs> that is what a lot of people don't understand is that's the official gear of Groundhog's Day, his jorts uh-huh. and a tank top. That's yeah. when you want to be fancy around. That's when you want to impress the Groundhog. <laughs> I almost say Groundhog Days, like <laughs> sitting around it with a snot hurricane voice. Oh, it's not a hurricane. Groundhog season. Uh, so, Jim, we have. I know you're. You're gonna. We're gonna do hope and change here in a minute, right? Oh, that's right. Yes. Are you, are you prepared for that? I, I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, I, I'm a very busy person, John. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to ask more of you than would be appropriate. But uh, before we do that. We have a little game that we play here on SKUs called Affirm or Deny. And basically, we bring high-powered, important celebrity guests on, and we ask them uh, some questions, and they either affirm or deny those those questions. Now, uh, Jim How'd is – What did you get this week? Well, not only, not only is Jim a, uh, a comedian, but he is a high-powered television writer and producer. <laughs> Very exciting. Yes. Television. That's the finest art form. Yes. Only the smartest and most talented people work in television. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, so he's a television producer. So I'm, I'm going to ask a series of affirm or deny questions of you as a television producer. Okay? Yeah. So you can clear up some of these things for us. So it's just affirm or deny. Uh, television producers' bodies are over 80% water, affirm or deny? Deny. They're over 80% negativity. <laughs> <laughs> the rest is Cheetos. <laughs> so, so they're 80% negativity and 20% Cheetos? Is that what you yes. said? Cheetos. 
the the <laughs> baked ones, <laughs> the baked ones, or crunchy. the fried one? Crunchy, <laughs> flaming hot, and crunchy. That's what we are. That's actually my nickname through college. Flamin crunchy hot, Cheeto. Crunchy. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. That was minutes. All right. Yeah. All right. So that was a uh, that was a deny. Deny. Uh, all right. Television producers can move objects with their minds. Affirm or deny? Affirm, because their minds tell their hands to move objects. <laughs> I like, okay, your first answer was so completely wrong. True. And then your second answer was, was uh, so do, are your hands like PAs at that point? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're public appearances. Correct. Yes. Okay. They're mnemonic atrophy. Yes. Okay. They're perfect. Psychedelic animals. Yes. Whatever the PAs that you're looking for. These are not the PAs you're looking for. These are not. I offer you unlimited power. Anyway. Uh, third question. <laughs> third question. Television producers bleed when you cut them. <laughs> yes. But, but not, not blood. Again, <laughs> negativity and Cheetos. So technically, something comes out, but it's not blood. So it's this sort of this I, sort of caustic sludge of Cheetos yeah. and negativity. I'm a I'm a positive Cheetos and negativity. That's right. That's, yeah. a positive negativity. Yeah, a positive negativity. Oh, there's a lot of complaining in there. All the way, by the way. Yes, lots of loads of complaining in that negativity. Boy, a lot of whining about how hard your job is. They're not listening and laughing. It's because you're not funny. I don't like that. All right. The premise of your show stinks. I don't believe you. They bought it. <laughs> Sorry, that was mean. <laughs> Uh, television producers look better in muted colors, affirm or deny? Uh, <laughs> uh, I would actually say in muted colors. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I'm going to have to see you in something I, a little more vivid. Yeah, this, uh, yeah I, I don't think I look better in anything. I, I no matter whatever it is, it's not going to look better. It's uh, you know we don't honestly writer producers us we don't make things look better. That's why we're not in front of the camera. That's why we're behind the camera. I do not. I have, yes, I have a face for writing. It's the television uh, producers yeah. never look better. Is that the? Is that this the is thing? not a whole lot of good to be. No, America doesn't need this really. Uh, uh, television producers cast a shadow when you open the fridge door. Affirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 well, they cast a shadow whenever you pitch them a, a show while they're eating dinner. <laughs> See, if you're eating dinner and somebody comes up to you and says, hey, I got an idea for a program for you, that's when you cast a big shadow and that, that you're leaving. That, that's probably, yes, I would say that. It's not Does the best happen? answer, but it's the one that came up with, oh, my gosh, you have no idea how many times people have had, had ideas for me. Man, I, gotta, I don't I, have any. I don't I have, have a single idea. idea. I'm glad you came up to me in this cab <laughs> and had an idea that maybe I could sell for you. Oh, I can take it in for you and give you 90%? Oh, terrific. That's good. Thank you. Because <laughs> I never had an idea of my own. I'm glad you have all the ideas. 
I didn't realize if I came into this hair salon, there'd be all these people with ideas for me. You see that negativity? That's 80% There's of the negativity body. right there. That's the 80%. There's another one of those questions because Jim's not going yeah. into hair salons. Let's be honest. No. Like I would go to a salon anyway. What's that? <laughs> I would even go to the salon in Paris and I love Claude Monet. <laughs> okay, one more just one more question while I got you here. And then after the show, I got a I got an idea that I want to pitch it. <laughs> Television producers hang upside down to sleep, affirm or deny. Only after having a nice filling meal of blood. That's we feed on the cows in the field and then we hang upside down to sleep. But occasionally we take humans. We don't have the same values as the Cullens. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's uh, that's, all, that's all the questions I have. I'm sure I'll think of some more later. Oh, I'm um, sure. Lovely. These, those are. I feel ambushed. I'm a little triggered in these days by these questions. It feels, uh, feels like I've I've been I've been jumped and beaten down by your your hostility toward my creed and my peoples. My peoples. <laughs> then you then you have discerned correctly. I know. <laughs> like honestly, comics are. I mean, you know, comics are the meanest people on the planet let's just be honest like, <laughs> you know, they're, they're the least, they smile a lot but there's you know <laughs> how are really you people. expecting to be treated tonight when you came on the show <laughs> yeah. another, what do you I think is going to happen I, I know. you've this is where you live you you live in this environment don't you I do. yeah no i do i like it and it, you know I, you know what I, let me say this honestly in all honesty i watch your guys' show every week and i just love it I've never seen it before. <laughs> he's never seen it before, and he's been on it once. That tells yeah. you something. I closed yeah, my I eyes. Gonna say it. Yeah. I got I to ask, what is the worst show you've ever been pitched? What's the worst <laughs> idea you've ever been pitched? Oh, that's a great question. You know what? There's I, it's, I, The worst idea has probably been mine. I'm So I'm not like pick on anybody. I mean, I've probably had the worst <laughs> idea ever. I oh, they're really, not watching. I, I I kick them all out. You don't have to say them. whose it was. Yeah, no. I but if I said it and somebody was watching, they'd know who they were. But uh, I've heard some really, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard really bad things. I, I hear things that are I can't say it. it. Yeah, because it's just it's not an idea. It's like it's like, it's like hey, uh, three guys go to the beach, and you're like. <laughs> no three guys like go to the beach I thought you were going to say okay they're at the beach and and the obstacle what do they want what's the obstacle to getting what they want I don't know that's for you you're the writer they're at the beach that's fun they're at the beach it writes and itself yeah, you get handsome guys and they're funny and they're healthy and one of them's not maybe he has some sort of horrible disease that'll be fun. easily five seasons easily yeah, that's, five. Fine. that's easy that's streaming streaming they pick anything go there and take it to them like that you know it's like stuff like that. no that those are the pit i mean you know people go i you know it's like that's a cast photo at very best you know i mean it's right. like okay so i mean you know yeah people you know i but but mostly i mean honestly i i don't mind people pitching things to me i mean that's they're very nice and people are sweet and stuff like that it's just when they want me to pay them after i've sold it 
that's where I'm not so happy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what if I had? That would be great. You know. But yeah, you get kind of. I mean, I have half baked notions, and I've done this for thirty years. So I mean, you know, you know, what I mean, it's like it's it's not easy, you know. Right. So and everybody wants it wants a crack. It's they meet you and they think that, you know, it's like here's my in, and maybe that's right. I mean, you should think it's your in, I guess. You know, if you had an idea burning a hole in your head forever. You know, but it's not like I can just call up, you know, ABC or something. Oh, you know, this guy just said this thing and I think it's perfect. It's like that's they're not just going to, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it. You know? Yeah. But, um, you, know, and, you know, you know, anyway, it's not it's not fair for me to be mean. I'm not, I was being mean. I apologize. That was mean. Well, it's I it's repent. Fair. It's not fair, but it's proper. We actually have an official guy <laughs> on this show who will apologize on your behalf, Tim, so you don't even have to do that. Brian, Seriously? Yeah, yep. Brian takes all of the blame for everything that goes wrong on this show. So if you hurt anybody's feelings, it's Brian's job to apologize for it. Thank you, I got Brian. you. You can say whatever you want. I'm, you know, I'm that sorry. could be a show. I, you, <laughs> that could be a show. Absolutely. Guy just apologizes for other people. Actually, that could be a show. I mean, something in that because there's an option. There's a guy. There's like a unique perspective, at least, right? He has a want. Wants people to be happy. Now he has to have an obstacle. What's keeping him from doing that? See, this is the this is the essence of it, you know. And then why is that a fun show? And and who's going to start it? Liam Neeson, of course, because he's good at everything. <laughs> get his kid back. He has to apologize so he can get his child back. He's a man. I don't know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, and he's on a commuter train, and the train can't go below a certain things, and he's got to find the killer that's that he doesn't know his mom is, and he's never found his wife, and then he's going to go, and but he's got to get. Yeah, I love that. He goes back in time. Yeah. Oh, he's terrific. Everything he does, going back in time, and and then there's dinosaurs. Everybody got quiet like I, like my idea was so no, we're, all, all. we're all writing down because it's so good. Yeah. Uh, you ever do that? You ever, you're like a party, everyone's talking, and then you're telling a story, and then right as you say something no, weird, no. the whole room shuts up. You guys are throwing all these crazy ideas. I'd say dinosaurs, and everyone's like. Hello, Hollywood. John has dinosaurs. dinosaurs. <laughs> Look at that. Juwan left again. He was <laughs> he's calling his agent. Right. He was hanging in there till I said dinosaurs. And then he's like, I'm out of here. He'll probably never come back. All right. Uh, the first time I worked with Jim Hope, this is just a little background information because not everybody knows you as well as I do, Jim. Um, the first time I ever saw Jim Hope in my life. Did you, uh, do you, did I ever tell you this story? I think I did. Uh, but I was working at the comedy club in Indianapolis and the comedy club owner said, he, Chick Baron takes a cigar out of him. I said, you ought to go like, you ought to go watch this guy. Cause I wasn't even on the, I wasn't even there that week. There was somebody else there and I was just, I don't know why I was there, but he goes, you ought to go watch this guy, Brandon. He's really clean. I think you'll like him. And that was it. And so I went in, I stood in the back of the room and, uh, in Broad Ripple and I watched Jim Hope. Uh, get up and, say, and the first thing that Jim did was the uh, the MC. If you've never been to a comedy club before, there's three acts: there's uh, the MC, the opener, there's the uh, the middle, the feature act, and then there's the headliner. And Jim was headlining that night, and so the the MC was introducing him. And uh, she it was a lady, and she goes, "Our 
our headliner act this evening is from Los Angeles. And from the back of the room, this voice cried out like, Los Angeles? Wow, he must be really good if he's come from Los Angeles. He's been, he's traveled to all different clubs and colleges. Wow, this guy, I can't wait to see him. He's probably, it was Jim. Jim was like heckling the opener during his introduction. I was heckling my stuff. I'm like, well, I, you know, who cares about that stuff? You know, it's embarrassing. You know, it's like, oh, he does this and this and this. Who cares if he's not funny? Right? Oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> like, yeah, he's so good. Oh, it's, it's embarrassing. You know, and then yeah, they, they talk to you before they've seen you just so they can be disappointed afterward. You know, it's like, it just kills you. oh, we're so excited to see him. Oh, that wasn't so good. Oh. The rest uh, of it, you can't, you know, what are you going to do? So I just kind of attacked. Right. And uh, so that was my first, my first exposure. And then, so he goes running up on the stage. And my first thought was, wow, that guy's at least 12 feet tall. And then my second thought. <laughs> I'm a was, giant. <laughs> he's a giant. And then my second thought was, he's really, uh, he, he was having fun. You seem like you were having fun up on stage. Oh, I, I was miserable the entire time. It was the worst. <laughs> I, it was the worst time. I did have fun. I really did. I actually, to be honest with you, when you first saw me, I was going through a period of stage fright. And uh, I'd been giving speeches and whatnot. I was a fourth in the nation and was speaking in college in high school when I was in high I was a very good speaker and uh so I've been in crowd in front of audiences my grandfather's a preacher I was in front of audiences my whole life I I loved it and stuff and then I went through this weird period where I was just suddenly having I had stage fright and I had and I don't know why it was like I just did it and and so I had to address it somehow because I was making a living doing that and what I did is I just I decided it was fight or flight so I could either flee or I could fight and so what I would do is go on stage with a lot of aggression and, act yeah. and attitude because I was going to fight my way through this yeah. and it worked. And so it worked <laughs> and, great. And, then they, and then it was like, it got to be fun at that point, but it was like going through this period of having to train, retrain myself to be on stage. It was a really weird thing. I, you know, so yeah, it was kind of like, I, I don't have a choice. You know, it's like people go, do you get writer's block? No, I get paid to do this. I can't have writer's block. <laughs> that doesn't happen. You know, it's like, this is my job. You know, it's like, I can't worry about anything. I can't, I can't, you know, so that was, that was how that was for me. It's like, I can't have stage fright. This is my job. So it was like, well, it it worked. The, uh, I didn't, I didn't know that part of it, but I was, I was going to say that he goes, he went on the stage and I had never seen anything like that before. Um, the, so developed just, the whole bit i mean it became this whole thing and it's like yeah, oh, this is really fun i do like doing this just so insane it's just there was so much energy and the thing that i remember about the the bit well there's two things one of them was the rant which he's going to do in a minute um and then the other one was uh you you were talking about rod stewart you remember your rod stewart bit and, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he, 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 something about he looks like a chicken. It's like, goes, if you want my body and you think I'm sick, ah! Ah, come on, baby, let me go. Ah! And then I went through the crowd and just, and it's just, it kept going on and on and on. And he just, he was down on the stage. The stage was low, Brian. The stage was low. And this lady is sitting, there's tables all the way around the front. You know how it is in the comedy club. And he's doing that. He's like, he's this far from this lady in the front, just going. Bark, 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 bark. 
Yeah. He just yeah. wouldn't stop. He just kept doing it. Oh, you guys have all the luck. Yeah, you do have all the luck. Look at you. I went through the crowd and just buckled on the people. I heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah, that it was, yeah, you know, and again, that was the thing that I was getting, I, I actually did, I was attacking my stage fright by doing that, and then it became a bit, and then I, and then once I was over the stage fright thing, uh, after a period of time, I was like, well, this is fun, and that's how, that's how it became this thing. Did you, uh, so would, would, cause obviously people are not going to be too fond of that, some people are not going to be too fond of that, did you like lean into it at that point? Like oh, if, if they, somebody hated it, I did it t- twice as <laughs> It was ten times funny because remember I'm a I'm fifteen feet tall. Who's going to say anything? Uh, no, I. Most people really like it because by the time when I you know they just they're in there for the fun of it and stuff. And if somebody really didn't like it, obviously I'd move on to somebody else. <laughs> brutalize somebody unless it's funny, and then I would. Uh, but yeah. I, what I wanted uh, to do is I would start getting people to do it with me, and you know that was fun too. And then you get somebody going bakak, back at you, and then you have people bakaki. It was fun, bakaki. all the bakaki, the bakaki going on in the crowd. It was so yeah. There's, it was, there's that little like moment in your brain where you see someone's not enjoying it, and you're like, I could leave them alone, or or <laughs> or I could torture this human being and see if I can get them on my side. I could double down on this. You, yeah, it, it's like if you're a friendly sort and they came there to have fun, usually it doesn't, you know. But, yeah, I've never had anybody, like, react in a, in a really super negative way, I don't think. I don't, I don't think, you know. But I used to do a lot of weird stuff. So, anyway, you know. And once you hit 50, you look silly doing it. So I stopped. Uh, here's <laughs> You look silly doing it before 50. I know, but be, I didn't know that. So let's. Uh, Rod Stewart. That was back when yeah. Rod Stewart on the radio. People knew who Rod Stewart was back then. That's so funny that you said it. I'd forgotten the bit entirely because I, I haven't done it for, I think, 20 Right. Six years, twenty-seven. As, soon as I years. said Rod Stewart, it came right back. Oh yeah, it? yeah. No, I remember the bit. <laughs> I mean, I was doing a chicken in front of people. You know, you remember those times. <laughs> I was going to say. You notice he didn't go, Rod Stewart. Uh, no, I don't. I don't remember. Well, my Rod Stewart, was that the bit where I went? <laughs> was that the bit where I quoted Keats? Thou still and ravished bride of quietness, thou foster child of silence, slow and slow time, Sylvan historian who can. That's a flowery tale. More sweet wheatly than our rhyme. What leaf fringe legend halts about thy shape if deities or mortals are of both in Tempe and the dales of Arcadia? Was that the bit? No, it wasn't. No. You were you acted like a chicken. Yeah, I think that was it. Chicken yeah. bit. Yeah, that was Tempe the Dales of Arcadia. That was it. That was the The other one was David Bowie. That was David Bowie bit. That was uh, and then the uh, and then the the thing that he was closing on it was a, a little thing that I had, had never seen before and and it was because I invented it, John. I invented it. Did. Um, and it was. I remember. Here, here's what I heard after it was over. Jim, sit up and pay attention. No, this is a I should have looked at. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> 
so this, you know how the the show's over and he go, leaves the stage and the lights come up and everybody gets up from their tables and they're and they're starting to put their jackets on and everything. And I heard this this table. There were there were three women kind of sitting at this table, and the one woman as she's putting her coat on, she says that last thing that that guy did was pretty brilliant. That was what she said. That's pretty nice. brilliant. That's nice of her. Yeah. That's really kind. Wow. And, and then she went on to pitch you an idea for a sitcom. <laughs> Sold it, and that that show became Friends. It was uh, that show became Seinfeld. That woman was Jerry Seinfeld, and that show became Seinfeld. That was that was success right there. I, yeah, and that woman was Jerry Seinfeld. Was Ray Romano. Yeah. Uh, so. So do you have you have a, a rant that you're prepared for? The thing is, I used to do these on a show called Friday Night on NBC that I used to do with my friend Henry Cho, and I would go on and do these things, and it was just my my thing because you know you know those people that are always in conspiracy theories, you know those people, you know I had a neighbor who was like a big conspiracy theory guy, right? So it was like one of those things where it's like I know I know I know what this is, and I know what that is, and so. Oh, you'd hear these things and you just go to him and ask him, like, how did this happen? And you go, like, I go, like, this, like, this is one that he said to me recently because it's a neighbor. I mean, I know the guy. He's like, he's talking. I'm just like, what do you think about groundhogs? Where do groundhogs come from? Because I knew we'd be talking groundhogs. And I said, what do you think groundhogs, what do you think they get their power? And he goes, dude, it's so obvious. Groundhogs are controlled by Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. No, it's obvious. Look at it. Look at the world. Everybody knows Putin's controlling everything, right? Just to begin with. But you got to think even more than that, just specifically about groundhogs. Specifically, when you get right into the groundhog thing, you got to think about this. You got groundhogs. You got Groundhog Day. We start who? It start Bill Murray, right? Exactly. And Murray was who? He was the writer on the Mary Tyler Moore show, right? He was played by Gavin McLeod, who became Captain Stuving on what? On the love boat. Is the love boat involved? Of course they are. Because think about this, folks. On the love boat, you had who? The bartender. Who was Isaac, right? And Isaac is the son of Abraham, and Abraham Lincoln was our 16th president. Now, 16 Candles was a movie starring who? Starring Molly Ringwald, right? Ringwald. And The Ring is an American horror film that is based on a Japanese horror film that is, get this, called The Ring. Coincidence? <laughs> I don't think so. Right? Because Japan's national flower, Japan's national flower is the chrysanthemum, right? Which is also known as the mom. Your mom is your mother and you're supposed to respect your mother. That's the fifth commandment. Exactly. Right. And the fifth amendment is that you're not supposed to incriminate yourself. And yet somehow, if you take the last ding dong, your wife says you're not entitled to legal representation. <laughs> That's exactly my point, folks. That's exactly my point. And yes, I did bring up ding dongs, which you talked about last time I was on the show, because ding dongs are involved with everything. Why is that? Well, because you have to ask yourself, who Eight ding dongs while Cheech and Chong played ping pong. King Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong is part of China. Is China involved? Of course they are. Of course, of course, of course. And what's the opposite of course? Fine. And fine China goes into a cabinet. And a cabinet. A little cabin is a cabinet. And the cabin in the woods is a movie starring who? Starring Chris Hemsworth. Who was Thor? And why was he Thor? Because he exercised too much. Oh, I don't care. And Thor was the Norse god of thunder, right? And thunder peels. And so do bananas. 